following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Bro, yeah, I'm motherfucking crazy. Welcome to Girl, We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. Hey, sis. Your tribe may change as you grow, and that's totally fine. Not everyone will always be on the same wavelength as you. Let's keep it real. We're always, always evolving. But you got to find your tribe and love your tribe. Girl, like you love your man. Accept the challenge that your sisterhood presents to you, for they will always have your best interests. They got your back. These fascinating people are the people you never, ever want to let go. Observe how much you bloom when everyone waters you with inspiration and encouragement. That's the beauty of sisterhood. You guys are always evolving together. Cherish sisterhood and it will change your life. Trust me. I have two incredible women with me today. Talk about the definition of sisterhood. I have Lindsay and Krista from Almost 30 Podcast. They're here with me today. Stay tuned to hear how incredible they work together and how they're continuing to grow their empire. Sister, sister, I got my sisters in the house, Krista and Lindsay from the Almost 30 podcast. Wow. Hi. What a great morning. I'm, Truly. I know. I'm so pumped to be here. This is what I was looking forward to. I just realized you have week. a radio voice. Oh, I was like, you. oh, wow. Really? Here mm-hmm. we are. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> wow. I didn't know. You've got it. This is why I fucking love you, dude. I, seriously, it's true. I was like, oh, shit, she's got a radio voice, too. <laughs> god damn it I know, like, oh my god i love you dude so love you. these two incredible humans i met them the first event that i did here in la at the love beauty wellness festival and my sister diana was like meet them you guys are like you're gonna be friends with her trust me like you're gonna f-ing love them she listened to almost 30 podcasts i listened to almost 30 podcasts with her if you guys don't know Kristen and Lindsay are the creators of the killer pretty much it's like talking to your girlfriends but learning so much more in this conversation almost 30 that's what almost 30 podcast is you guys have been on since 2016 yeah mm-hmm. three years congrats that's so weird i know 26 so <laughs> incredible <laughs> what Started from the bottom that we hear truly <laughs> right people it's so funny yeah people say like congrats on your success i'm like what well it's well and you know like when you're in it it's very hard to helicopter over all that you've done and like take a moment i mean we are always very very proud yeah but like it we're still in it we like you know every day is like that you know beautiful grind yeah but like i can't i'm not like you know doing my my cold plunge like tony robbins and like having (laughs) my three houses ready for me at any point you know what i mean but it's the grind dude it's the hustle and i think truly and i think it's so beautiful you guys are on your 200th episode soon Mm -hmm. i mean bro can we celebrate dude for sure i was listening to uh joe rogan and i saw he's on like 1200 i was like damn we got time (laughs) (laughs) i was like we got time yeah 200 it feels like he shits him out every day every day (laughs) does he really it's a it's a lot just about yeah but 200 is it yeah. almost feels like more to me which is incredible because you yeah, guys drop every tuesday and thursday mm-hmm. which now is, we do yeah yeah which is great yeah mm-hmm. which is yeah and it's just been nice to just have more conversations and just really 
just expand even more and you right. know, provide people more opportunities twice a week. So, which is incredible because I love listening to both of you. Oh, thank you. And your beautiful radio voice. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. <laughs> no, dude, I do. Yeah. There's two that stand out that I want to talk about later on in the in the, this podcast. But let's talk about what you guys are literally creating off of Almost Thirty, which is your podcast pro, which is fire, ladies. If you want to make a podcast. I mean, I'm not going to say you're going to be Krista and Lindsay, but you're going to be close <laughs> because you're a podcast pro. You'll have blonde hair by the <laughs> yeah, end of literally. it. <laughs> you will literally have everything you need to create a successful podcast. Can you guys tell us about the podcast pro? Yeah, it was important to us. I mean, one, we're just so passionate about podcasting. It yeah. has given us um, just... I mean, it is part of our purpose mm -hmm. and it's given others opportunities to feel like they're seen yes. and that they're not alone. And I just feel like podcasting is a way, you know, we're all doing things all the time. We're mm -hmm. on the road We're you know, but to have something in your ears to feel, you know, like you're educating yourself, like you're laughing, like you're yeah. connecting with others, I just think is so important. And it's only growing. Podcasting is still in its infancy right. and it's still an industry that is kind of a wild, wild west. And so we really wanted to, um, you know, be the ones that provide the resources and the support to people that want to get into this, um, this world. And so your podcast pro was born out of that, you know, that intention. And so we just, we have everything you need, whether you just, you have a podcast and you want to elevate and grow your audience or create a community or start monetizing. Right. And then we have a full course and we're, we're actually, um, you know, restructuring and, and giving people, you know, specific courses for their needs, which will, you know, make it even more intentional and I think easier for people to digest. But we had, you know, almost a hundred people in our first course and they've all, um, you know, really like they've brought their idea to iTunes. Killing it. It's crazy. You That's know? wild, and, man. And so it, you know, with this, it just, it gives them the confidence. Right. It really gives them the confidence to do that, to do that. And then also during the process, we're very transparent that like, you know, our first episode wasn't perfect. Right. Our idea has evolved. And so for people to know that will give them the confidence to just take those steps because a lot of people give up because they think it needs to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And with it's it's an art. It's creative. Like it can change and your show will change over time. Mm -hmm. Our show will continue to change over time. So, um, yeah, it's our almost 30. We always knew it would be more than a podcast. And this is, you know, one leg of it that we're really excited about. That's amazing. Now, specifically, you have a six week workshop. Right. Which is incredible. I'm low key thinking about buying that because you guys really kind of identify each step of the process. Mm -hmm. And one major thing that I found out about it is it's that you guys really kind of find like our voice. Mm -hmm. So the person who's podcasting, you find their voice and how to create a demo, how to create a demographic and how to create a community, which almost 30 podcasts has done ridiculously amazing at that. You guys created a global community, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So I just want to say thank you for paying it forward, girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we appreciate that. Because we, like, didn't have... There wasn't anyone that had the... We didn't have the resources. Like, there mm -hmm. wasn't anything available. It wasn't as big as it is now. And we just wanted to put that all together for people, you know, to actually create the podcast. So right. it's, like, another level of us supporting other women and supporting other people's voices by being, like, here's actually every single thing we've ever used. Yes. Like, feel free to use it. And and I think for Podcast Pro, it's going to evolve too. Next course is going to be a little bit different. So we're going to do it out in three sections. So if you don't have a podcast and you want to launch, and then if you want to market and grow, and yeah. then if you want to monetize. So we're going to kind of change the way that we do it so that it's more specific for people in certain parts. Um, but I just love that 
you know, we think like a business, like we've always been business minded. And that is like one of my favorite things is to think about different ways to help people for things that they need. You know, people reach out to us every day, like, how do you want to, how to start a podcast? Right. Um, and then just to create something, you know, that helps them. Look at you, boss. Boss, <laughs> Truly. bossing up. Truly. The life of an entrepreneur, I think, is so cool because you start with one idea, right? And then it spirals into something else, which is so amazing. You said a lot of things, Lindsay, that I resonated with. You want people to not feel like they're alone in this um, aspect. You guys were alone in your, I believe it was your closet starting, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, almost 30. Mm-hmm. How, how killer was that? Like, yeah. to look back now. Like, if you yeah. guys are looking at yourself right now in the closet starting this, what I would you know. say to yourself? We were having so much fun. Yeah. Like, and, and we showed up every week, multiple times a week. We weren't getting paid. We didn't know what it was going to become. We didn't know it would be this big. But, like, there was this pull yeah. to it, you know? So, looking back, it is kind of cool to think that, like, you know, we trusted our intuition in that way and we trusted each other. Um, I mean, yeah, having a partner in this has, you know, made all the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, we could not do this without each other. And, and you know, oh, just as I we like evolve, <laughs> as we evolve, you know, it's like sometimes it's painful and it's yeah. challenging. Mm-hmm. And right. so to kind of like have Krista see me, maybe mm-hmm. not as I'm seeing myself in the moment because I'm just so in it is really helpful and vice versa. So, um, yeah, we've come along long way but you know all that to say that like anyone can start something like you it it just takes consistency and passion and like you got this you know what i mean it's sorry that was a bad joke but um (laughs) i didn't mean to say that but um, i didn't even say that girl you got this Um, but like they but they you can do it we were literally in our closets like suffocating and laughing for like six months on a janky (laughs) little recorder but it's there's something happening when you start to do Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like there's an energy that you put out into the universe whatever you believe to god and it's like oh okay, they're serious or they really want this or they are passionate. Like it just, it starts something. So I really think like we wouldn't be where we are today if we didn't take those six months and really like play and have fun and find out what our chemistry was and, and what we wanted to talk about. So I do think like if, if people are like, Oh, this is like so unprofessional and I'm feeling just, Mm. you know, like it's not there yet. No, you're, you're in it. You're already in it. If you're doing things for it, you're in it. So like, just trust that it will evolve and just start. I'm yeah. feeling like you're saying yeah. just start, dude. Yeah. And even too, like, it's like you said, this is Lindsay has said it before. It's just finding joy in the process. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, have, we're business minded and we knew it was going to be something, but we never really set out to be like, all right, like let's make a million dollars in 2019. You know, we were just like, let's, get to know each other more like let's just have deeper conversations let's really be there for one another let's like have these like meaningful conversations about transitions and then share it and be honest and authentic and vulnerable and I think that's a lot of the reason why the community formed you know we never really set out to make money from anyone or like to do this but besides to be an example for them and then really to once we saw the community grow we wanted to give to them and we wanted to just support back and forth so you know we always had the intention of just to grow and learn and see where it goes and then it's just really evolved kudos to you guys mm-hmm. that's freaking awesome Thanks. i love your story but Aww. i need to know on the deeper level where did you guys' sisterhoods begin mm. where did Lindsay and krista start when where? i when i was like so i was living in new york 
and Lindsay was in New York too, but she moved to LA first. And when I was in New York, I wanted to be a soul cycle instructor. So I, was I just, can see you doing that. Well, my, mm-hmm. me too. I'd actually. ride if you were the, I'd, I'd be ride. an amazing instructor. Yes, Hell yeah. Ride. But yeah, they didn't body. think so. So <laughs> they're lost. They're lost. So I auditioned in New York and didn't get it and was like devastated. Like, honestly, I was like, this is, I've never felt more connected to something in my life. You know, I was like, I have a very strong intuition and I was like manifesting it. I would write in my journal, like I'm a soul cycle instructor. I would Mm -hmm. do everything Yeah, and didn't get the audition. And so when I was moving to LA with Justin, we just wanted to move to LA. I got connected with Lindsay through a mutual friend and they were like, yo, you should hit her up and like get her advice on your audition. So I was like, okay, cool. So we had a conversation. She helped me, like gave me everything I needed for my audition. And I had my second audition and I got a call back, but didn't get it. So it was like devastated. Yeah. You know, and just confused more. So I was just, the thing was it, was it, I was just more confused that I had this feeling, but it wasn't it. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't like devastated about it anymore, but I was just confused. It's like when you have a feeling about a guy and you're like, I think this is it, you know, I think this is it. And then it doesn't end up being it. You kind of don't trust yourself a little bit. You question everything. You question everything. And you're like, I thought I knew and I thought I was connected, but I'm not. And I'm confused. And I didn't see the why. So, you know, we became really close friends and I was just having these conversations with her that I wasn't having with anyone else. And, you know, it just felt like instant. Like I was like, oh, this is my, you know, in my soul, I was like, oh, this is like the missing puzzle piece of me. Like Mm -hmm. it felt so right. And so I was talking about not getting soul cycle and being heartbroken and being confused. And she was talking about her own things that she was going through. And we just really realized that there was just so much happening in your late 20s and early 30s that no one was talking about you know like you're figuring out who to be with for the rest of your life like it just everything really comes to a head about who you're going to be and we wanted to just create a safe space to really start those conversations and express ourselves and and just be really vulnerable in an open forum and you know she's always down and she's been a performer her whole life Mm -hmm. so when I was like oh should we start a podcast she was like yeah I'm down and we just started working you know from then and I was unemployed during that time so I wasn't working so I had tons of time and she had time in the day between classes at Soul so we would work for like five days a week, you know, on wow. recording and just practicing and trying and see all of these things. And eventually we launched, you know, this like whack ass podcast <laughs> and it's just like grown from there. But, um, you know, building something with her has been like the coolest, craziest thing, you know, like it's just been it's it's so intricate and it's so intimate to do something that is so heart centered and so much of our lives that is also a business you right. know that is also making money and that is also making us grow every single day because of the conversations that we're having so yeah. it's it's so much more than a friendship in that way because every conversation we have is an opportunity to grow an opportunity to look at ourselves and our relationships and all of these things and then there's us being entrepreneurs and us managing a team and us like being in front of a large large group of people and like as speakers and all of these things so it's just been the craziest thing you know for both of us that's like obviously like so fulfilling and like something I never believed would happen to me and it's been you know incredible Mm -hmm. but I think it's such a blessing coming from the east coast to the west coast I just came from the east coast Mm -hmm. to the west coast and I find it hard to find you got to find your tribe you got to find your girl squad here right and how dope it is that your girlfriends was like hey you need to meet Lindsay and then you meet your soul sister in Mm -hmm. LA and you guys create this dope ass podcast and I think that goes to show like the power of sisterhood yeah 
and you know you trusting your gut to entrust into somebody else Mm -hmm. where was your guys' first date I always say having a best friend is like having a man I'm just not doing extra things Mm -hmm. with them like I'm doing my home my man you know what I mean but like it's literally like it's being in a relationship and you guys are in a business relationship on top of that yeah what is that like? How has it grown from you guys? Well, first of all, what was your first date? Like, where did you guys I'm first think. I'm tr- meet? I feel like you came to my class. Yeah, I came to your class. Yeah, when you came to LA and mm-hmm. and then you, you know, were we started Cycle hanging out. Teacher. Yeah, I was I was teaching at Soul Cycle. I I moved to LA three months into teaching. Um, they wanted me to move here, and I always wanted to be here. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, I think she came to my class, and then you know we were just we just had like. You know, a lot of times when you meet people, it's like very surface, like, yeah. oh, we're, you know, but immediately it was just deeper than that. And so we just started hanging out more often. And, and I'm one that and she's like this, too, where I have trouble, like, hanging out with people if they're if it is just surface. You know right. what I mean? Like right. at this point in our lives, like we could do that when we were like 21. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I really I just wanted to invest in the friendship and like what we reminded ourselves now, you know, now that we are business partners and we're growing a team mm-hmm. and we are at the helm of almost 30, um, just really nurturing our friendship first. Right. And then everything else tends to fall into place, you know, and and like Krista said, like we are learning so much every every time we get behind the mic and, right. and interview people and so to integrate that with another is is really rewarding and deepens our friendship um and then also we have to like step out from the business and just be like hey like how are you what's going yes. on in your life like really meaningful check-ins and and we've been um doing that lately um because it's important to us you know this is only getting bigger right and moving faster um and and the this was born because of our friendship and our connection so you know if we lose that you know this won't work and our and our community reflects that you know our friendship um you know it's not perfect but it really sets the the tone for Mm -hmm. for how our community interacts with each other respectful loving supportive funny honest like vulnerable you know like so it's really important to us that we nurture that which is key to me because as a young girl i remember like i don't know if you guys feel this but like i was that girl that was like i only hang out with the boys oh say no more fam <laughs> i was like oh I, she's gonna say what i what i yeah, used to say all i only time. hang out with the boys like uh-huh. the, 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 like you couldn't have Yo. girlfriends right were yep. you that younger girl where it's like yeah. middle school yeah that was yeah me, right sure. like, yeah that's my whole life and mm-hmm. i go back to think like until college i think for me yeah yeah i was like oh like girls are like so lame and like would talk so much be like yeah they're still like dumb and basic i could not stand girls but like what if what was it i don't know yeah and like what made us be like I know. Well, I think there's a shift when you start to like boys and you know, you know what I'm saying? And you realize that other girls might be competition or other girls might sabotage Mm. how you look in front Mm. of guys. But isn't that wild? It's wild. That's how we portray girls at like a young Mm -hmm. age. Like your competition right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. I do think like I do. I do remember in high school, like when I would have guy friends, like those were really fulfilling relationships for me, though, too. Mm -hmm. Like guys were just 
cared less mm-hmm. and were like really funny and unafraid. And I feel like there's a period in time that girls go through in high school where they're really afraid to like be themselves yes. and kind of figuring themselves out and are really emotional. And I'm saying this because I was one and I was doing that too. And it just felt easier sometimes with guys where it was like because they don't have the pressures that we have to be hot and pretty and cool and smart and all of these things and like be popular and blah, blah, blah. They just kind of did their thing and like never felt like they had to be something. So it was right. easy to be around them. You know, like I, I – because I remember there's a lot of women that said that too. They're like, guys are just easier and cooler and blah, 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 which doesn't give women enough credit. But we probably had situations too where women like – I, you know, I was probably shitty to girls and they were probably shitty back to me. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm out. Like, yeah. I'm good. Got to go. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, I'm good on all this. Like mm-hmm. it's easier for me to just step out and like be friends with dudes than like to work through with girls and figure this out. But yo, what if like low-key guys are in the same high school, right? And it was like almost 20, almost 30, almost more. Like what <laughs> if like we started like our this sisterhood when we were mm-hmm. younger? Dude, I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? We want to, we're going to do a college tour and that's kind of the idea like the earlier the better, yes. you know, in, yes. in recognizing that like we can be having these conversations about taking care of ourselves, taking care of others, like finding your passion and yeah. purpose. Like it doesn't have to be conversations just around like partying and boys and all this which is you know whatever there's a time and place and Mm -hmm. that's great but like I almost felt like in college you would kind of be shamed if if that was a thing that you were interested in like in taking care of yourself oh I want to like I want to like meditate and do yoga this morning and people would be like huh we're pre-gaming in room 312 like what you know (laughs) and they don't and and a lot of people don't have like the confidence to be like no I'm going to do this for me and then I'll meet you like you know people just kind of go with the you know with the tides and and what's popular and and whatever will make them look yeah and i think what you said is key confidence i think it takes a long time for us women to gain confidence i agree right which is we should have a confidence class in like high school i I love that right yeah because if we had confidence we would have felt more in tune with ourselves to be like I love girls. Like, mm-hmm. girls rock. Yeah. Like, there's no competition. It yes. took me 22 years to feel like that. Mm. It did. And I kind of fell off of it because I was in a toxic situation in my yeah. life. I hated girls again. Yeah, and then I was yeah, like, yeah. time out. I love girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just think it's so cool how you guys really embrace this sisterhood because I can talk from my experience. My sister and I created Blue Hazel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And girl, we had to fall back because we were losing our sisterhood. It became a business it became arguing. It became like this family feud. Yeah. You know? And I was like, Dee, like, we have to honor our sisterhood first and foremost. And I think that's what makes Almost 30 Krista and Lindsay so powerful and so successful is that you guys honor your friendship first. Yeah. I think first, if I was a sister, like, that's a little harder because it's like, you know, with a sister, it's like, she does this, she does that. And it's like, if she does that in the business, you're like, oh, you always can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. you have these ideas of them. They have an idea of you. Mm-hmm. And once it sets you off, it's so easy to be like, all right, you're annoying. Like, you know, whatever. But with friends, it's like, you do have that. And to come into our friendship at a young, at an older age. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is like a huge blessing for us. And to get to know each other as we're doing this. Yeah. Because we started yes. the podcast very very shortly after meeting yeah. so it's Ooh. been interesting to like just become better and better and better you friends, guys are evolving you know yeah. yeah and just like exactly like we didn't have any idea she didn't really have much of an idea of who i was and, and me her so like we wouldn't bring any baggage into the relationship or the business because of it which was like a huge benefit to us mm-hmm. which is interesting now with that being said do you guys have boundaries like do you set mm-hmm. boundaries when working together if say there's another 
team they're they're going on to podcast pro right now with their girlfriends what boundaries would you make mm. so they could be successful in the sisterhood in business yeah yeah um i don't know if it's boundaries but i think you know i would recommend that anyone just be really thoughtful about it you mm-hmm. know i don't know if our situation is normal right and I think that we've made a lot of sacrifices, you know, for the way that we live. And I, we were working full time for the first two years for this. So that meant working at nights, that meant working weekends, that meant sneaking around, you know, not doing work, all of these things. And like our dedication to it was a hundred and it's always been a hundred from both sides. So like that needs to be made very, very clear. And if it's not like that's going to f*** you up, you yeah. know? And I would also say, like, Lindsay and I, we did this together, you know, because we wanted to explore these conversations together. But, like, don't just get someone to be your podcast co-host because you're afraid of your own to be on by yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge thing that women do is we kind of are like, hey, like, you know, I'm a little scared to do this by myself. But if I do this with another girl or, or two other girls, it's easier and it softens the blow. And, you know, I feel more comfortable. And yes. But if, like, you have something to say, like, don't be afraid to just do it yourself and like figure this out yourself because that is like a definitely a viable option for people too. completely and last thing I would just say like if you are going to make this a business and it's not Mm -hmm. just a fun thing for you to do to be able to when you are in business mode or doing business that like anything you know the feedback in the moment will be taken not personally like just like set those clear boundaries where it's like anything you know and we're doing that now we've always done that but just being um very honest in the moment just like radically honest and and it comes from a place of love when we love each other and we're passionate about this so anything we say is not a dig it is for the betterment of almost 30 as a whole and then you know and then having time outside of your business to just not talk about business yeah talk about your dude. life you know gossip about your boyfriend and yeah. like you know talk just whatever it's like it's fun it's you know we we remind ourselves constantly that this is crazy and this is fun but that anything that happens within the business you know we don't take it would never ruin our friendship mm-hmm. right night from the lady gang podcast if you're into getting a very sassy sexual beautiful inspiring funny oftentimes embarrassing slightly anal podcast in your repertoire subscribe to us lady gang on podcast one podcast one app and please rate and review us on apple Podcasts. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Now back to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. And I think being real is almost 30 in itself. Being real and raw and unfiltered. How did you become, as a woman, and then as a team, real and raw? Because I found myself, Mm. it took me a while to be real with myself. It took me through some journeys of my life to be like, girl, you better be 100 with the situation. Mm. Like, stop hiding. Like, Do you remember that moment? Hell yeah. I remember the moment. This moment just happened to me probably last year mm. when I was coming out of a relationship. And I'd be like, yo, what's my, what, who am I? Mm. What's my life? And I had to be, that's, I had to hold myself accountable first yeah. as a woman and look myself in the mirror and be like, yo, you weren't real with yourself. Mm. So it took accountability and reflection to finally become raw and real. And after I became real and raw with myself, I was able to be real and raw genuinely with everybody else. Mm. 
You know, I would sugarcoat yes. shit. I don't, that's not who I am at my core. You know, so when was that moment for you and how do you get there? Because it's hard. It's not easy to be vulnerable, I think, in this world that we live in, especially now. And I feel like social media and all this crazy stuff, it's all filtered. We don't really see real shit. It's, yeah. it's not real. How did you guys get to that point where you were just like, this is who I am, accept me for me? Mm. Yeah, that was like so powerful for you. I feel like that, like that's like brought tears to my eyes a little bit because that is so true. And it's such a beautiful moment when you're like, it's just, I just know that feeling when it's almost like your soul comes into your body and you're like, all right, like we're going to take responsibility for things, you know? Yeah. I don't think that people take enough responsibility for their emotions. You know, I think I could go on for days about that. But as far as like our authenticity and being really real, I mean, you know, I've had my blog 100 blog for a while. So being real and being honest has like always been a part of me mm-hmm. um, for better or for worse. And I've kind of always like had that in me where I would be really real and honest. But I think it, you know, just was amplified meeting Lindsay because I had someone where it felt like we were just talking just us. So that kind of gave us like the benefit of just feeling like, okay, it's just us talking on the microphone. You don't think about, you know, 100,000 people listening or whatever, how many people are listening because it's just you. And like, it's just like when you look at Instagram, you look at something, you're like, it's just a number. So like looking at like 4 million followers or something, you just see a four and you're like, okay, you don't actually see the humans behind it. You know, we, I didn't think about the humans behind it until we really started to grow and the community started to be like, wow, I'm so glad you shared X, Y, and Z. And then I started to have to be more thoughtful about what I was sharing and like how real and authentic I was being. Um, But yeah, I think when I started meditating too, when I was in Chicago and I was like, oh, like I can actually control the direction of my life and I actually have control over my emotions and and situations and I actually can look at things as gifts, not as like things that have really tried to deter me off path and I can start to create a life that I love, you know, with within what I was doing. Mm. That's awesome. And I think with the podcast too, it just we're able to be ourselves all the time. And like, I know you can relate to this where like, I spent my whole life reading someone else's script and memorizing Mm -hmm. someone else's line. You know what I mean? It's like, I was, I was always auditioning to be another, which is so fun and, and something that like, I still want to do. Yes. But I think I was hiding behind it a little bit. So, you know, once we had the podcast and we were able to kind of share vulnerably about real things happening in real time, and although it felt a little bit uncomfortable at first, once we got the response, as Krista said, like, it just affirmed like, wow, like, you know, one, just expressing myself is it's like this full circle healing, you know, others feel not alone and I'm able to get it out. I'm, I'm, you know, I was a people pleaser my whole life. Right. I want people to feel good and happy before I'm happy and good. And um, I've, you know, I've been really working on and I'm working on in real time, just being very honest in the moment. It's not that I want to lie. It's just that my subtext to things is like, well, what's the point? You know, right. what's the point? I don't want to hurt them. I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. I don't want them to look at me differently. You know, like whatever it is. So, you know, being just thinking about it as it's not only helping me but it's helping them too if I'm honest yeah. and if I'm myself and if I share you know what I mean 100%, so I totally agree with that and I think we as women need to be more honest and open because I think that'll help us all I find I don't know if you guys find this too like we all go through so much stuff as a young girl as a teenager as a woman but we don't share it for some reason I feel like we're 
we're scared or we're hu- it's humiliating or it's like embarrassing. Like, shit, I, I went through that. I don't want to tell anybody. But like that feeling of you're not alone is so key in this world that we live in today. And I feel like there was more going around where like, yo, you're not alone, dude. Like, I just went through this shit too. Mm-hmm. Right. How would you encourage somebody to not to share their story? So that the next girl next to them didn't feel alone. I think it's like part of your superpower, you know, like it's like your it makes you dynamic. That's what I think of like everything. I'm like, dude, I've been arrested. You know, I've been like through all this like random stuff. And I I'm didn't like, know you were arrested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't the hot ass mugshot though, bro. It was probably really hot. It was, was like, probably hot as peak um but like it's just like it makes you dynamic like it makes you more interesting like it makes you different than the other one you know what i mean by you sharing yourself vulnerably and honestly it's like also if you're if you're scared of someone judging you and someone thinking ill of you you need to check about you need to check yourself because that's Um. probably a projection that you have onto other people Mm -hmm. and because i you know i'm not perfect by any stretch but like i've definitely done my mental work for eight years to like make sure that like when i see someone sharing you authentically and vulnerably then i'm not judging them for their story or i'm not thinking less of them because of their story so when i see something like that i'm encouraged i'm excited and i'm thankful you know so by making sure that your mental is is checked and you're not going to judge and you're not going to think of less of anyone then you can think about allowing yourself to share parts of yourself with other people Mm -hmm. you just dropped so many (laughs) gems bro and i think you do doing the work as a human yeah. Right. Which yeah. a lot of people don't do. And it's so crazy to me. Like right now is a time where it's mental awareness. We're just finally getting in tune with our mentality. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It is. Wild. I mean, now we're like, well, it... we have like a brain, you know, like it's yeah. literally like, people. It's just now we're kind of becoming conscious of our brain, of our soul, of our, you know, of the d- intricate parts of our bodies. Like we've been learning so much in the past couple of years. It's like crazy to think that mental awareness like wasn't a thing until recently. Yeah. And just the connection between it all. You know, people are like manifesting something that happened to them when they were, you know, 15 and it's manifesting physically in their body and they're wondering why they have, you know, stomach ulcers. Whatever it is, it's just like having the connection rather than being like, well, I I deal with stomach ulcers and I'm going to take a Tums. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? That was my life too, That's my life with Jude. I was just with my mom this weekend. It's like, it's actually insane. There's no connection. No connection. I have bad knees. I have whatever you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, because there's so much to it. So, so much so, to it. And we, they can't wrap their head around it. And it's a generational thing. And I get that. And I think all we can do is really just lead by example for yes. anyone and everyone. Because you can't like, you can't preach, you know, like mm. you can't force anyone to do anything, especially the older generations, mm-hmm. you know. But I think like just leading by example, and that is taking care of yourself in all of those ways, you begin to like shine in a way that people are like, what is she doing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Hell in a way yeah. that's like, I want that, you know? Yeah. And shining, and, shining, yeah. shining. Yeah. And you're dude. one of those people, you know? Like, Thanks, you really, yeah. I, I, I didn't know you before, you know, everything that you've gone through in the last couple of years, but. Yeah. I can imagine that people who've known you throughout are just like, hey, girl, like, what are you doing? Like, I want some of that, Mm. you know, like you've really 
you shine like that. And I think, you know, thank you. That's important to us to do with our community too, because they're all over the world, you know, and they have all have different resources. Right. And we want to make everything really digestible and also accessible to people. You know, like not everyone can do the weird, wacky shit we're doing here in LA. But right. hey, they can like they can meditate in the morning and they, they can take a walk. Right. You know, like things like that that we just kind of want to emphasize that like you can do this too. Yeah, bro. I mean, you can be a champ too. You just got to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a thing that people don't do. Like work on yourself. You can say it and write it down and journal about it, but it's actually doing the work. A hundred percent. It's like, that's the thing is like people all the time are like, oh, I wish I could have, you know, I wish I could have this. I wish I could that. I'm like, no, you don't. Cause you would literally do whatever you can to make that happen. Right. Then there's parts of my life where I'm like, oh, I want this, but I'm like, I actually really think about it. I'm like, I probably don't because I'm not like taking the steps to figure out the how to make that happen. happen. Right. You know? And like, even with us, with the podcast, it's like, you know, everyone could have, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give every single resource to every person that we can to create what we've created, which is a community, a huge podcast, whatever, like a life that sustains both of us and our team. And it's like, okay, but, you know, it's not on us to do the do the work. And, like, it's really on people to just, like, carve out the time to take it slow and to, like, be patient in the process because it's not overnight, you know? Like, it, it's been two and a half years, like, yes. even longer with us recording on the floors of, like, doing the work internally and then externally to make it happen. It takes work and years of work. Years. It's not overnight, dude. Yeah. It's not overnight. It's not one therapy session. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might be... 10 27 yeah and that's what's part of and that's like part of creating the boundary whether it's with friends or with people who reach out to us who want to start a podcast you know obviously we say yes like that is incredible but you know i think when people see something that is popular and trending and and growing they're like how do i get there fast you know what i mean quick and and part of what you know part of what we've been talking about recently is that like almost 30 is what it is today and we are where we are in this way and feeling how we do about this business is because of the process like you know it's not because we took any shortcuts it's like the process was so vital in our development as as owning a you know business owners as as hosts as friends as as you know women who are now you know speaking and it's just if we skipped all of those steps, yeah. we would be a, a a bit of a shell. You know what I mean? 100%. We're just we're filled with all of this experience and and failures and letdowns yes. and then victories that we you know we're so proud of. So you know, to anyone that wants to start anything, it's just you know get like ooey gooey and have fun in the process yeah. you know and and if you feel like oh my god i'm not there yet you are like you're it is there you are there you're in it you mm-hmm. know what i mean keep going yeah keep so going. we it, we haven't figured out how to say that in a way that doesn't you know push people away from us because but i really want people to know that like as they start a podcast even if yeah. they're doing podcast pro it's like yes all of these things are going to help you and and honestly you know helping to not make the mistakes that we made but like your process is going to be why you are successful. Yes. And with the process, it comes with so many other parts of you. I mean, you guys are business owners. Yes. But now you're accountants. Now you're building relationships. Now you're, you're, you're literally spreading yourself so thin across all these different platforms. Yeah. Cause that's the life of an, of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. How do you guys build relationships? What are like two major things that you say to build a relationship? Cause I feel like you guys clearly have an amazing, incredible relationship between you two. Mm -hmm. But 
having a podcast, for example, or just being out and about speaking, you're always forming relationships. And I find it hard if you're introverted. I'm an extrovert, so I can talk like this, right? My sister, Aubrey, is introverted. She's always like, T, can you please come with me here to help me? And I'm like, hell yeah, I got you, dude. You know what I mean? How do you build relationships? How do you start a conversation? How do you see a dope-ass girl that you really want to connect with, Right. How do you start that relationship? How do you go up? Because I know I went up. To, I just went up to you guys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I told you. Mm-hmm. And I was real and raw. I was like, my I sister like, oh, that ass in those pants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, who that? <laughs> I, I literally go, I was that. like, dude, those pants. You're like, I gained 10 pounds when I, when I went to LA, bro. I'm like, yo, we are going to be friends. You looked at me. Of I appreciate that because that was low-key like, I did gain 10 pounds, bro. Postmates. Dude. I was Airbnb yeah. when I first got that to was LA. Me in New York. Man. I was like, I roll. Uh, 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 but I appreciate you appreciating literally ten pounds. <laughs> I was like, Yo, I roll. That was, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, because Chris was like, "It's like, where do you work out?" I'm like, "In my living room, eating Postmates." <laughs> <laughs> but how do you form relationships? Because I think relationships are key in life. It's key in business. Um, and I want to talk about forming male relationships in business mm. as a beautiful, talented, intelligent woman. Oh. Yeah. How? How do you do it? I think the the business relationship thing. So I was in the corporate world for like eight years before yeah. this. So that really, really helped me to understand the structure of business relationships. And although when I was in the corporate world, you know, the relationships I most enjoyed were those that felt like they weren't really corporate and that we could be real and, you know, be ourselves. But in our business, like I take a lot of those skills and I apply it to our relationships and you know, it, it's it's there's a professionality that we have as almost thirty that makes us different. You know, we're not just like two dumb blondes as much as people would think that we really really take things seriously Mm -hmm. and like we do the whole process so whether it's the really professional emails or the really professional like follow-up or media kit or conversation on the phone that is a structured conversation that takes us through every part of what I want to cover every part of what they want to cover etc so just really applying those business skills to our relationships is really important but then being ourselves in it you know being ourselves enough where like I can, um, you know, know about their family or know about their kids and just make sure that I'm being really honest with them about what we can do, what we can't do, um, what works, what doesn't is like really, really important. So I really enjoy that about, you know, the way that we handle our, our business relationships and even relationships with our friends that we work with, like being businessy and being structured doesn't mean stuffy and doesn't mean masculine to me it means a clear understanding from both parties of what each person's going to do what we're going to get out of everything and what the next step is in in our relationship instead of like leaving everything open-ended like not doing things in the right way or the right timing i guess yeah and i and the the male relationships i mean we're kind of navigating that now in terms of business so interesting you know the 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 podcasting world is as i said new ish and radio has been around forever and obviously is male dominated and male run and i think a lot of um you know those men are kind of slapping an old paradigm on this new podcasting world you know and and as women in this and women that have done it by themselves up until yes. this point and and done all the partnerships and you know created this brand and marketed and monetized and, and created it. a community right and so we're having trouble um i just don't know if they they understand it yet mm-hmm. right like and it's hard there's a lot of um there's some mansplaining going on there's like numbers flying at your face yes. you know what i mean you're like i get it 
I hear you, but like, I'm not going to say yes because you put a big number in front of my face, Mm -hmm. right? Like everything has to align. Everything has to feel really, really good because like we're in this for the long haul. We're not in this to sell almost 30 tomorrow, right? Like we really are in this for the long game and we have a community that trusts us Mm -hmm. and we're not going to sell out and not that, you know, signing to any network or relationship is selling out it's more like we just want to be intentional about it yeah and thus far the conversations um have not made us want to join one yet but like you know i think for us it it is coming to the table super professional super structured knowing our you know what i mean and because unfortunately if not they're not going to take us seriously and they're just kind of going to overrun the conversation and not really hear us so um yeah we're we're literally navigating that in real time but we have a you know guys that we work with um who have you know been kind of contractors for us like finding partnerships and and who really understand almost 30 and and so to to experience those types of relationships i'm like oh it's possible and they're out there and i'm not going to settle for one that feels like i mean we've all been in that relationship before where like the other is is not really listening Mm -hmm. and you're like trying to express and you're just like so you didn't just hear what i said or you're not you're not taking me in Mm -hmm. right like feeling the energy that i'm feeling insecure i'm feeling uneasy about this and they're not even recognizing that right. and and that goes a long way and and um and we're also just trying to not default when we're talking to men in business not default to like <laughs> like you know having yeah. like male conversations <laughs> yeah. where it's like yeah me too last yeah. night probably yeah. me. Yeah. and it's like yeah, yeah so it's hard because they do get in this banter i mean you'll have like five dudes on a call and we're on a call too and they're just ping-ponging back and forth about whatever the hell and you're like hey guys like i'd love to start the conversation so we really you know honoring our feminine in business because like things are shifting and things are changing and so i think you know podcasting can be an industry that really models that and we want to be at the forefront of it and if that means us creating our own network eventually cool like you know what i mean like i don't think we have to do it the way it's always been done 100 Mm -hmm. percent. and and we're living in a time where you can recreate whatever the heck you want to recreate i think it's so interesting being uh a woman-owned entrepreneur, a business, a podcast, and really kind of breaking down these barriers, right? And dealing with these cool, strong, successful men and bringing your story to them because it's usually freaking foreign. They're usually mm-hmm. looking at you like, what the hell? Yes. How did you do this? What is this for? I had that experience when I created my hats. And they're mm. like, what? Why do I need a special hat for a woman? I'm like, bro, you don't have hair. So you, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't get it, dude. Like, Yo. bro, you'll never get it. But yeah. ask your wife. Yeah. She'll get it. And they do. Right? So I find that it's difficult, right, trying to communicate with somebody in business that doesn't get you, that doesn't get us women, that doesn't get the emotional side. However, we have to find a way to bring them onto our side, right? To like educate them and say, dude, this is what we're doing and this is how it's it's working. Because I feel like we can better them. Like we, mm, I mean, we already better them. Like completely. let's be honest, completely. boys, we, we. But I think like allowing ourselves to be powerful in the sense where it's like, this is who we are and this is what we're doing, but they have to be willing and open to hear it. We can allow that space now more than ever. And I really honor you guys for being in that space and working it. And I know it's a difficult mm-hmm. thing right now. Uh, been there, done that. So 
I think it's just really dope and cool how you guys are literally kind of breaking this barrier and yeah. making it work. And it's not easy, ladies, at all. It's yeah. not easy. But it's I think the professionalism is the key to yeah. life. Yeah, it's it's like one of those things where sometimes it's like I'll do it and I'll, you know, like kind of bring them in and be kind and be slow and, you know, kind of just like patient with it. And sometimes you're just like, dude, come on. You know, like yeah. you're just like you're tired and you don't want to be doing that. And I'm sure it's like women of color like have always have to explain and always mm-hmm. have to like, you know, overexert themselves and like help, you know, white women understand things, too. And it's yes. like that tire, that tiredness. Not that I'm saying that I'm comparing that too, but like I can imagine that that would be it. It's yeah. like always explaining to right. white women. Sh- right. Um, but I do think with the podcast thing is I always think about that quote where it's like, be so good they can't ignore you. Yes. And for us to just be so f***ing tight and so crisp and so like professional and just I don't care that's the thing too is like we are so good without help from anyone not that Mm. I'm saying that everyone else has not built us and been a part of this and that we need every single person that we work with but like I just kind of don't need it so I'm just kind of like degaff yeah you know I'm like well you could help or not like you could get it or not because I know that there's millions of other people that do get it exactly so it's focusing on the people that do get what you're doing rather than the people that don't Mm -hmm. which is such a key it's yeah. so key because sometimes we fight ourselves trying to get somebody to understand bro and it's like talking to a wall yo well it's also right? that mothering thing yeah. like i mean like the story of my like entire young life where i'd like get boyfriends who are troubled and i'd want to fix them and Guilty. like send them to rehab or whatever the hell you know <laughs> what i mean yeah, and it's like man. but it's that mothering thing that nurturing that feels so good and 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 fulfilling and I think too like sometimes I feel that in business where I'm like I really want them to understand and because once they do oh they're gonna make money too yes. like they're gonna get it like yeah. but then I'm like but then I'm like you know I also don't want to be teaching people yeah. all the time and so I think just what Krista said it's like we're just like good and we're getting better and better you know what I mean and they can watch or they can be a part of it and they mm-hmm. can hop on the train you know what I mean right. so yeah we had a conversation with a guy that was like old paradigm sh- like very high up at this company and was like yeah talking about our numbers or whatever and i was like yeah well i want to make x amount this year and he's like you want to make x amount like doubted when yeah, i said that questioning you questioning it, it questioning it and i was like oh yeah. watch me like 100 yeah. percent, we will make that amount and like yeah after that i was like nah man we're good like we're good on that because of like the doubt in the conversation yeah. like there's complete turnoff complete turnoff mm-hmm. why would you want to work with somebody that doesn't support you exactly you and like just i was just like it was like a little bit of like a oh that's cute you know like oh uh-huh. you want to make that amount of money that's cute and mm-hmm. it was like no like nah man this is like happening like watch me yes yeah. it feels like what's happening now is going to be something a part of our story and what we're going to talk yep. about and hopefully help other like empower other women to have these conversations and like push through you know four or five years from now you yeah. know what i mean yeah and i think that's so major because have you guys seen the new nike ad no yes. oh no which one? Oh, there's so a new nike bad. ad and it's the premises watch what crazy can do Right, so it's pretty much a, 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 we should repost it. a dope commercial. I'm gonna show it to you after because I just low key posted on Instagram. And Nike is pretty much saying, you can call us dramatic, and shows a girl slamming a tennis racket after she, you know, loses a game, or a girl's crying. Call us delusional. You can call us crazy. But watch what the hell we do with all this crazy, right? Yeah. I'm literally yo. like my eyes are rolling in the back of my head. That's so good. Yeah. Yo, I cried watching this. Yo, uh, that shit is so fucking good. Yeah, it was so... Yo, like, I wanted to have a daughter the next day. I don't have a man, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I also wanted to have a baby the next day. 
And just to show her this, <laughs> like, hilarious. baby. Yeah, because it was so damn. empowering, inspiring. Because I'm like, yo, I've been called crazy all yo. my damn life. You know dude, what I mean? the crazy sh- is all my <laughs> life. Dude, dude, you're crazy when they're, like, cheating and shit. They're like, <laughs> literally, they're like in using your car and like your credit card to like go f- other bitches. And they're like, man, you're crazy. And you're like, hey, come back. Don't use my car and f- other bitches. You're crazy. Yeah, you're you're crazy. like, okay. You're damned if you do, damned and, if you yeah, don't. Yeah, you like literally yeah. see on their phone naked pictures of other girls. And you're like, yo, what is that? And they're like, you're crazy. Like literally suck a dick. Crazy is so f***ing played out. Played out. Crazy yeah, is what done. lamos say because they don't know what to say. It's an excuse. It's an excuse. It's so lame. It's buying time. It's buying time because what we're going to do when we hear you're crazy is... Maybe I am crazy. Yeah, and then it's like we, we go, we spiral, yeah. and then yeah. they're, they have time to kind of clean up their yep. shit. Yeah, and then we come back and we're like, oh, maybe he's fine. Okay, what's that called? Though? There's like a therapy thing where it's like reversing the blame. It's where they, oh my God. it's where basically making it's like they've done something wrong and then calling you crazy. Gaslighting. That's what it is. Gaslighting, bro. Mm. Been there, done that. Explain wow. that. They turn it around on you. Yeah. So they're doing some crazy shit right? They're doing some unlawful shit that they should not be doing, right? And you confront them. And they're going to be like, well, if you didn't look through my phone, you wouldn't have known. Yep. What? <laughs> Classic. And you're like, you're right. Yeah, what? literally. Huh? Yeah, you are. You're like, he's <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Yo. Maybe I shouldn't have looked at yeah. you when you put your lock code in and I shouldn't have f-ing been stalking it. But yep. bro, is ignorance bliss? No. No, mm. it's not bliss, bro. In my because, life. Because we are so in tune. Like, yeah. the intuition is so strong. Yep. Like, I've, I've actually had a few conversations with friends recently that have had, like, you know, infidelity things happen in the yeah. relationship. And every time, the, in some way or another, they're like, yeah, like, six months ago, like, this happened and I just had this, like, weird fucking feeling. Like, <laughs> yeah. it just ate me alive. She's like, but I, like, you know, brushed it off and whatever and now this is happening. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like, we do know. Just we like they know. know. They know, too. Yes. I, and I've been on the other side of it and they know, too. Yeah. Like, and, But I think as yeah. women, it's just so strong and we have to stop, you know, repressing it just because we think, well, uh, you know, maybe I'm just going a little nuts. Like, whatever. It's like, no. There's something there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Follow your intuition mm-hmm. a thousand percent in relationships and in business relationships. Like, mm-hmm. yes. they looked at me crazy as hell when I I had an idea about a hat. I'll never forget my ex. I was like, first of all, I got a big ass head and I got all this big, all these big curls and mm-hmm. I could never fit a hat over my head. And um, he was on the toilet and we were getting ready for an event and I grabbed a hat and I was like, I can't fit this hat over my head. I got to straighten my hair. I don't got, t-. he was like, we don't got time. Always rushing. And I was like, yo. I looked at him, I was like, I'm going to make a hat for us. And he looked at me like I was crazy. Three years later, I created a hat for us because I needed a hat. Yes. To, and I wasn't the only person dealing with this. But they're looking at me like I was crazy. Yep. You know when the moment was that he was like, oh, you're onto something? Bro, I was launching 2017, December. Mm-hmm. Beyonce, mother friggin' queen bee, drops a curl cap. <gasps> yeah, dude. In September 2017. When I tell you I was at my homegirl's house and I started crying, I was like, yo, why couldn't it be somebody else? Yeah, 100. Why couldn't it have been like Black Whoa. China or somebody like not Joel. Queen B, like Queen B, like where it wasn't relative, Dude. right? Like Dude. if I You're like, her, and, and I respect her. Yeah, like I love her, Black China. I love you too. But like, it's the queen, right? And she drops this hat. When I saw it, I was like, yo, she was all over every magazine, every publication. And I like low key, like got into like my tunnel. And then I went back, told my man, I was like, yo. And he looked at me and he was like, 
oh, maybe you're onto something. And I was like, no, shit, bro. I know I've been onto something. I'm dropping it in two months. And he literally was like, well, now there's a market for you. There's a market for you. And I was like, motherfucker, I knew there was a market for the last three years, bro. It Yo, made Beyonce damn. confirm it for you. Yo. You know what I mean? So I'm just tired of people calling us crazy with our ideas, delusional mm-hmm. with, you know, with our emotions. We're crying. You know, I'm, I'm tired of that. I'm, and, and it's so exhausting. And I think Nike, Chris, I can't wait till you see this. Yeah, Nike put it so in good. the best commercial ever. And it ends with just wait and see what crazy can do. You know, and it's just like, I feel you when you guys are talking about your podcast and you're talking about your business and dealing with these higher guys in these worlds. And you're just like, they're looking at you like you're crazy. Like, what? Yo. That number? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bruh, mm-hmm. are you nuts? Mm-hmm. But, yo, I can't wait to you. I like, can't wait. Mother- I'm, I'm going to send them that video. Get hyped. Yeah, like- That's the thing, too, is like when you get older and you realize like dudes were just like too, and, and it's also like, you know, whatever, bless them. But like guys didn't really have the emotional capacity as, as we do. You know, yeah. I never really dated someone that had the same depth of emotions and like complexity of emotions and like color of emotions that I did you know like us women like we are for better or for worse able to like change our moods at the drop of a fucking hat we step into the wrong room we change a mood we step into the right room we change a mood Mm -hmm. we get around one person you know what I mean it's very dynamic and I don't know if men are as in tune you know or the men that I've been around and there are men that are you know there are men that definitely have that that depth of emotion but we just play with so many more cards as far as like our emotional capacity is than like most men that I you know know do or most men have had to shut it off you know more so that they haven't been able able to get in touch or in tune because they've had to be masculine they've had to be the man which means keeping a stoic face and not really sharing how they're feeling or not really allowing themselves to feel or pushing it down or you know just keeping everything very surface so it's you know it's an interesting balance as you know hopefully they can kind of get in touch more or be safe feel safe to be more open which is amazing i mean i think that right now is a time where I feel a lot more men are becoming more open and feeling more safe expressing themselves. You know what I mean? With this whole feminist movement going on, I feel like you see those men that understand it, that get it. You see those men that can give a shit about it. But I think opening up and putting it in low-key layman's terms for these guys, because sometimes guys just need to understand it at the most stage one process of it all. Like, they don't get it. And some don't want to get it, but like, if you even like just say, look, this is what it really is. It's not like uh, we're taking over, we're crushing you guys. No, bro, it's not about that. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what it's about. And I think that's our job too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I want men to listen to my podcast. I want boys, men, you know, I want teenagers to come on and listen to what us, what we're feeling, what we actually really go through. Like, so you get our crazy. Like, bro, yeah, I'm motherfucking crazy. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you what my crazy means, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I think we have to start expressing to these guys and yeah, maybe that motherly instinct is annoying, but they need that. I you know. know what I mean? It's like they've that's all they had from birth. I know. But I feel like as a as a gender, as a female gender right now, we have the power to bring the guys to our side and be like, Bro, we're not crazy. Look at what Nike just put in every television. This is what you guys are calling crazy? Mm-hmm. F you. Like mm-hmm. we're not, you know, and I think that's it's so cool. Like we live in a time where it's like Oh, you're going to test me? 
And then Nike's like, yo, they're not crazy. Mm-hmm. Look, we have people backing us now, yeah. right? So we feel more confident in who we are yeah. as gender. Marketing has been like really nice to see within the past couple yes. years. Just like be more, way more inclusive, way more body positive, mm-hmm. way more thoughtful and just kind of like treating us as conscious as we are becoming it's been like you know of course there's still shit out there and like you know there aren't normal bodies in most places you look but like we've definitely made strides as far as that and like people are really drawn to the realness of you know certain advertising like in the nike ad yeah it's dope so i want to touch on all you guys do for women it's so cool like you guys don't really see competition which I think is incredible. Mm. Um, a lot of women see competition. Uh, a lot of people, women and men, see competition. You don't. And I think it's really you know, astonishing how you guys are continuously wanting to put your hand out. I mean, you guys put your hand out to me. Mm-hmm. Guys, I got to tell you our first date. So- oh, my God. Cool. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> we definitely put our hands out. Yo, uh, so I meet them, love and meet all this festival. Right? <laughs> 20 bucks to get this bitch naked. Yo, real talk, our first date was naked. Butt-ass. <laughs> Butt-ass naked. Not like bikini. Mm-mm. It was like, hey, hey, uh, hey, Letitia, oh, do you want to meet me at the spa? And I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, I would love to meet at a spa. Like, girl time. <laughs> totally. Then I get to the- <laughs> like to leave out details sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I get to the spa, and it's a nude spa, bro. We were wearing no motherfucking clothes, <laughs> and I didn't get a wax. I wasn't waxed or anything. I was just like, oh, oh, I, was I wasn't. I wasn't ready for it, and oh, I was just wild. like, this was the most eye opening. <laughs> dopest no real talk after that i knew like i'd be cool with these girls like i like the depth of the relationship for me anyway was established because i was like i felt so comfortable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would have i would have never seen myself naked butt ass (laughs) naked so true we were in the pool butt ass naked it's like a metaphor yeah it's like we just got naked right away first date with our friend milana Uh too and i remember you telling me about your past relationship we were like sitting naked in the sun and i was like what And we, of course, got yelled at, all the ladies. And then we slapped like, each other with towels, and yeah, it got literally. weird. The ladies yeah. there were like, please be quiet. We were like, we're getting to know each other. I know, honestly. Yo, but it was so cool, and there was no judgment. None. There was no competition. It just felt, I felt so free. Yeah. And you could feel that, yo. That's yeah. the thing, is like, know. you know, people are like, oh, I don't judge or whatever. It's like, no, your energy, you know, not to be all weird, but like, you can feel that. 100%. In the room, and like, if, if we did say, for example, we were like looking at your body or like whatever in a way that was like judgmental, you'd be out. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh, this is the worst thing I could have ever done. Yeah. You know, and we're not, yeah. but the thing is, we're not judging ourselves. Right. So I'm not sitting there thinking about, you know, of course I'm sitting there and I'm like, ah, man, I'm with three supermodels and I'm like a normal. So I'm like, oh, you know, I'm kind of feeling some here. type of way. But it's not like I'm ever, you know, it, but it's like one second and I'm yeah. like, but he, I'm here for the, the connection and I'm here for the sisterhood and I'm here for, you know, the conversation over like, I'm here for looking at my body. Totally. <laughs> yeah, you get out of your body. head. Yeah, yeah. like get out of your head, bro. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, I was I was like that too. And then I'm looking at every other woman around me, like feeling cool. so comfortable being naked. I, loved, I was Wasn't like, it cool. Yeah, I was like, wow. And, and it's so cool to see so because we're in LA. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We see a lot of. Uh, the quote unquote perfect bodies yeah, right like man. just like it's, it's crazy it's crazy so to see just like beautiful 
bodies of different shapes and sizes and and boobs and colors yeah colors i was like this is amazing like it just i just felt i was like very grateful you know what i mean because i actually literally and not just saying this saw beauty in everyone's body i was Mm -hmm. like whoa yeah and they were so confident that's the other thing like watching other people be confident in their own skin i was like Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It makes right. you want to, you're like, okay, I can be confident. I can you shine know? too. And yeah. it's not, and that's why, like, you know, shining too bright is like not a thing for us. You know, like we see, we see you shining like from across the room. We're like, who is that? Like, mm-hmm. we want to know her and like support her and like vice versa. Yeah. It's been very important to us. You know, there are moments, you know, where we're like, oh man, there's another podcast with two girls you know what i mean like whatever and we're just like okay have a moment have literally a blip in time and then we're like okay you know we're we're different because we are us and they are them um but it's really important to us to to build a community because like we just see it like five ten years from now i mean hi Mm -hmm. like (laughs) us and you know what i'm saying like and and we really feel so strongly you know about those people in our lives that like we are going to be elevating each other through motherhood through relationships through businesses like it's gonna be that yes you know what i'm saying it's not a season for us like this is literally like long like lifelong friendships that you know are meant to be and we take them very seriously Mm -hmm. thank you for that yeah Mm -hmm. because i appreciate i mean i personally thank you for bringing me into you guys' world because Mm -hmm. i didn't know many people here in la and my whole thing moving here I was I moving to Atlanta was when my sister and I started Blue Hazel because in that city everybody was just staring at you. It was like what you have on made you you, what car you had, if you had red bottom, blah blah and I just felt all this competition. And I'm like I'm just a small town girl from Gardner and I want to have friends. And I felt so like weird. Yeah. But so it's we, hard but then you're, it's like you're so beautiful so it's like they don't see that. Thanks, like in your head you're like I'm a small town girl and I, I feel the same way yeah. in, in a lot of ways but like people are like she's stunning so it's like oh my god yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, it's like this weird thing that they already put but we can't help that shit no, right you can't so we yeah. started Blue Hazel as a as an empowerment sister to create and to connect women to empower like it's okay to have girlfriends right so now coming to LA my mindset was I'm gonna find girlfriends that are like me that respect other women that want other women to shine that like are here for the woman to win all of us and there's no competition and you two are the epitome of that and i think mm-hmm. it's so dope what you guys are doing i mean almost 30s it's incredible i mean you guys have yeah, almost really like sweet. you have over four million downloads you're and you're literally global mm-hmm. thank you winning and you're just yeah. like what's important to us too is like sense of humor yeah you know like dude i just want to be around people make me laugh yeah and laugh at themselves so yeah. it's like that is like so important yeah. for me when i find someone and my intuition you know I, it has its moments or i have its moments with it but like with a friend like that when i see someone that's like oh can be real and funny and you know just happens to be beautiful it's like that doesn't mean anything but it's like just like you know i just knew when i met you i was like oh cool like (laughs) thank you shout out to my sister because she literally put on she was like she called it they're moderating yours they're moderating your panel you're gonna love them like you need to talk to them because i feel like you guys can be friends she's supposed to be here but my sister's always late you know how that shut up she's late (laughs) yeah it's okay she'll probably come later she knows she's becoming a yoga instructor so yoga meditation namaste first yeah you know what i mean namaste late (laughs) (laughs) namaste coming late (laughs) but 
I just wanted to say thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. What oh, you guys are doing is beyond. Um, I'm low-key going to get into Podcast Pro. I yeah. think anybody that's starting a podcast, Podcast Pro will only elevate your game. Um, and getting to know it from people who've been there, done that. Started from the bottom in the closet. Now we hear 200th episode trying to sign and close hella crazy deals. Yes. Mm-hmm. So congratulations thank to you guys. You. I want to end with some help. I want to end with an idea of what you guys go through day to day. How do you stay positive? Mm. Three ways how Lindsay stays positive. Three ways how Krista stays positive. I want to know day to day, week to week, month to month. What are three things that you do that could help Jessica listening to this right now? How to stay positive when shit is going crazy, when we're dealing with these crazy guys, when we're going through the, you know, these triumphs with our sisterhood on our journey. Yeah. What are three ways you can stay positive? Um, three ways. So I've been... Or two. Or I, one. I usually, like, I I average a couple days a month where I'm just, like, cannot explain why, but I'm low, right? And I, I imagine that a lot of people out there feel the same way. Yeah. And there's anxiety and there's sadness and you just don't know why. Mm -hmm. And I just think like kind of letting yourself have those days and not beating yourself up because like there are so Mm -hmm. many other days that balance it out that are so fulfilling and I feel so motivated and energized. But being really kind to yourself on those days. I had one on Friday and I was like, whoa, like just very emotional and just feeling like can't catch my breath yeah and i think you know being kind to yourself looks like you know maybe you sleep in maybe you lay in your bed for like an extra hour maybe you you know take a walk maybe you like make yourself like a really like meal you've been like jonesing Mm. for you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like just being good to yourself um and then i would say too like if I ever feel myself kind of slipping, it's like, how can I? And, you know, Tony Robbins says this, but we do this in the office sometimes where it's just like changing our state. Like, can we put on a song that's just going to like yes. get us in a fun Music, mood and like sure. just wacky, right? Like just maybe getting up, we take walks during the day, just kind of moving our bodies because, you know, some if we're stagnant, then the mind can be stagnant yeah. and just kind of like dwell and spiral. So that really, really helps. Um, and then, for me just being out in nature just knowing that like you know it it, it takes me out of my head and it also reminds me like i am so small <laughs> i'm yeah. so f-ing small you know what i mean like we could be in the office and like the weight of the world could feel like it's on our shoulders and we're like we have this decision to make this decision to make and then you take a hike and you see all of la from one point on the earth and you're like oh my god and you see the wow. ocean and you're like i'm so small yeah. okay okay i surrender like you know whatever's happening is happening for a reason you know there is that surrender that has to happen in yeah. order to see things more positively and I want to add, yo, Lindsay has a killer-ass voice. Just yeah. so if you guys aren't following her on Instagram, I get to watch this <laughs> shit. And I'm like, yo, it just oh, it makes me feel good. And mm. she just sings. And I was like, is this a way of her just releasing or feeling good? And and I, it mm. makes me feel positive. So I'm, only, I'm assuming that it makes you feel positive. And I think oh, it's so dope how uh, you really just express yourself. I think expressing yourself is such a cool thing because I had no idea, bro. And I'm on Instagram, I'm like, oh, sh- this girl can blow. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Lindsay. And I think it's so cool. Yeah, I think, yeah. And I think a lot of us don't express ourselves because we're worried about what people are going to think. Yep. And so for me, like, I'm not trying to be the next Ariana Grande, right? But right. It, for me, like, the act of just creating and singing and having weird characters and doing all this stuff, it's like, it, it is like part of how I live mm-hmm. like it's part of what gives me joy and life and if it turns into something okay but that's not why I'm doing it the why behind it is just kind of like it's coming through me and right. I have to do it right 
Krista, mm. how do you stay positive, baby? How do I stay positive? So I think the the first thing for people to think about that I think about is like going through the basics. So going through your diet, mm. your sleep, your water, your like shelter. Yes. So it's like, what are you eating? Are you eating things that are nourishing you? Are you eating just coffee for breakfast and then it's spiking your cortisol and then you're feeling frazzled and then you're feeling stressed and then you're crashing in the afternoon are you eating like food that really is not like sitting well with your body and your spirit that's causing you to feel stressed out that's causing you to feel exhausted or short-tempered you know i think that there are so much related to diet and nutrition that affects your personality that affects the way you interact with the world that affects with how you see yourself that like people need to try and think about first are you hydrated like are you getting you know however many glasses of water a day or whatever like i'll try and get 64 ounces a day and just staying hydrated definitely helps your brain to think faster it helps you to just be able to um, make those connections much more quickly and just feel better in your body and then sleep you know are you sleeping are you sleeping like healthy sleep that's making you feel good it's you know if you're not if i'm not if i'm not sleeping well honestly if i get one night of bad sleep i'm a different person like i'm a little bitch same you know so i can't I can't, I can't just... have the same personality or conversations that mm-hmm. I would normally have. Mm-hmm. And then at home, like, is your house clean? Like, is your room clean? Like, is your space clean? Is your car clean? And I don't mean like very, very clean. Yeah. You know, I'm not a like super clean person, but like that distressed energy of living in clutter, of living in a dirty space, of mm-hmm. living in a messy space can affect you. Yeah. So all of those things need to be in check before you start to think about your mental state yeah. and like how you're showing up in the world so you can be positive and you can feel really, really good. So I just like, I think people starting there, like that's a lot. Yeah. That's a Dude. lot to do on a regular basis. Yeah. And it's so key. So key. And then work on, you know, the mental, which is it, and the mental's hard because it's checking every thought you have. Yeah. Being a gatekeeper for every single thought that comes through your mind so that it's positive. And it sounds corny and it sounds fake, you know, to be like, all right, make sure every thought is a positive one. Like, And it it just is taking a week or taking a month or taking years. And I've taken years in my life to look at every thought and what it means and where it's coming mm. from. And if it is rightfully emotional or charged or if it is not and attaching to to the right thoughts at the right time has really been helpful but that's kind of like advanced beyond and takes a lot of reading and stuff but i would just think about the basics first when you're really starting to think about shifting your mindset yeah and i and i can i can see it on you how you take care of yourself i mean your skin is always Mm. just glowing and i think and like that's just bare like you taking care of yourself and home and nutrition, it 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 bleeds out of you. Yeah, and thank I've you. never seen you not shine, baby. Aww. You're you, you always are glowing. Oh, thank like, you. Like always, and and I think that's so key, ladies. Like, start with the basics so we can all shine together. Mm-hmm. So I just want to thank you so much, Lindsay Love and you. Crystal, Almost 30 Podcast, Podcast Pro, woo, woo. get on it. I appreciate you guys. I can't wait to see you guys. This was so fun. You're so talented. Oh, I, I know. Like you. Crushing. To the f- this is like you're crushing. I love you guys, bro. It- I'm just excited to rise can't with you. Wait. I know, this is yeah. honestly. I, mean, this is I just can't wait wow. to see you rise because, mm-hmm. girl, we got this. I know. We got it. We got this. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. I love you. Hey, sis. Thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe. 
Hey everyone, it's Caitlin Bristow. You can listen to my show, Off the Vine, with Caitlin Bristow every Tuesday on Podcast One. Hear me take on taboo topics and unfiltered advice. I'll also be dishing with some amazing celebrities. Oh, and did I mention there'll be wine? So grab a glass and join me every Tuesday on PodcastOne.com, the new Podcast One app, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts.